morning, Westeros. And welcome to our Morning Throners podcast. I'm Nelson. I'm Jeff. And I'm Kyle. And we're the fucking Morning Throners. And welcome back to another episode of your favorite Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We are your Morning Throners, and we got Jamie 3 on deck. Gentlemen. Are there any other ones? Because, I mean, you keep saying... You've been saying for a while now, but they're their favorite song of Ice of Fire podcast. But I mean, I, I think we're well, the only. No, nah, we can't. We can't be the only. But even if we <laughs> were the you're, only, you're not we catching still... what I'm putting down here, buddy. The only that matters. I'm saying we yeah. are the only one, the definitive, the final. The we're only. the only one that matters. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. Good chapter. Leave this on a cl- kind of a cliffhanger. I kind of just want to get Kyle's opinion of that right off the bat just so that like we don't have to tiptoe around anything like what what's going on here at the end or give us the 10 the 10 the one sentence synopsis and then your thoughts and, and let us know what you're thinking about the ending yeah uh i mean so like there's more horse riding <laughs> they get they get ambushed they 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 fight for a while jamie and brianne have a, a fight um they get surrounded by the brave compa- companions yep immediately recognized pretty much end up as prisoners at the end yep what what's going on at the very end the very end um jamie is I, i'm just trying to think of how to say it without giving predictions early no, no um, that's, what, that's what we want we want, the, we want the prediction early that way jeff and i know what you're oh you want the this. prediction i mean i think like i think they're about to chop off a hand here right like it seems like they're about to do some serious damage to him yeah, we don't normally do this, jump to the end right away, but the reason I want to say it is because the ending is a little bit ambiguous, right? He says, like, you they act mean to like scare the other me. chapters don't have this end. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I feel like this one's pretty ambiguous. Nelson was just afraid of giving too much info. So, well, it's almost like he would be dead if not for the last line of, and he screamed. If it and was just well, they weren't going to kill him anyway. Down. Well, again, it's like, that's where I'm saying, like, without the Jamie scream line, I think that's that like, if he would have stopped it a sentence shorter. That'd be something we'd be discussing right now, I think. I, maybe you'd be having that conversation. I don't think he would. I don't, I don't think that Vargo Hope was just going to kill this dude out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Because they're not even at Heron Hall. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, let's get into the beginning. Where are they? They are riding along the destruction of the King's Road. Well, they've, they've actually crossed the King's Road. Well, it says they've been walking on both sides of it. I don't. I'll pull up a picture here quick. So this is pretty much Jamie's path up to this point. And the reason that I pull it up now is because. I thought the same thing that Jeff was saying, that they were riding along the King's Road for some amount of time. But if you basically say the last chapter was pretty much at the end of the Kneeling Man, and they're, this chapter, like you guys are saying, they ride through Maiden Pool and end up going towards Duskendale. If you just draw a straight line between them, they're probably just walking across the so King's Road. So they were on one side of it, there was destruction, now they're on the other side, and there's still destruction. Exactly. And he said for two days ride on either side, meaning that for the two days before they got there and for two days after they crossed it, it was just nothing but burn. Which, again, like, we've seen some of this in the Aria chapters. Like, the Riverlands, like, this area of the map is just fucked up beyond belief right now. <laughs> Scorched. Yeah. But they're getting to some green parts towards the end. Yep, so they go through Maidenpool, we get a little bit of that, and then, yeah, they, like, you, like, one of you guys was saying, yeah. they realize that they're going towards Duskendale. So, I'll, yeah, just to mention that before we go, he wants to go the whole way around? Like, is that Cleos's thought here? Like, this, this he, isn't, It like can't a, be around the, that far, so, like, you're, gonna, <laughs> you're not going to walk around cracked crack jaw point i guess he's crack thinking claw. more just towards rook's rest i'm thinking but yeah King, like king's landing is just right down south of there so which uh i mean cleos might have been right i don't know if his path would have saved his life true yeah. whether or not you know but yeah. like 
hindsight's twenty twenty, and he's got a mush skull, so he's not <laughs> looking at shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's the map. That's good. For All right, me. so that they are they passing by Maidenpool. Maidenpool's deserted. There's the flag is still flying, but there's dead bodies in the pool, which is now a, a gray slop. I think the one thing to note about Maidenpool is that we've heard a bunch these two characters that they mentioned, and this John is Quill, Florian. Uh-huh. John Quill and Florian. The pool from which the town took its name, where legend said Florian the Fool had first glimpsed John Quill bathing with her sisters, was so choked with rotting corpses that the water had turned into a murky gray-green soup. So this whole chapter is just—it's kind of kind of fucked up. Like everything is like disgusting, and it's just real gritty. I feel like this chapter. I mean, it's not pretty. That's for sure. I mean, it's war, right? Yeah. This is your whole George point. Yep. Yeah, exactly. This is the this is a perfect time for you to say, well, George doesn't like George war, doesn't so. like war. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie does start singing the song of Florian John Quill. Nelson, hit it. Six maids there were in a spring fed pool. That's all we got. And we hear that the name of this song is called Six Maids in a Pool. So That's um, all we need to if you're singing. So yeah. Doing us all a favor. <laughs> yeah. And Jamie's again just kind of like poking at Brienne. Like he's fucking with her. Hey, and shy little maids they were too in the song, just like you, Brienne. And she's like, be quiet. And Cleos is like, yeah, shut up. Like we don't want to. Lord Mooton, the guy who's in charge of this, is sworn to the Tullys, who we just escaped from. We don't want to draw him out of his castle. And we just don't know if there's anyone in like the deserted ruins of this town. Well, yeah. I mean, especially we've seen people hiding in ruins already, right? Like, I mean, later in this chapter, they kind of get shot at by people behind a wall. I don't know if it's necessarily ruins, but yeah, like there could be people anywhere. Well, and like the whole Arya thing, like weren't they, didn't they go to some town that was looked like trashed and they. It was a sacked town, but I don't know if there was like necessarily people hiding in the ruins. But yeah, there was people like occupying. Well, I thought them. they, I thought they like blew the whistle or something and made some call and like people came oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. The recent, nowhere. I thought you were talking about like when she first got captured. By the no, mountain. no. Yeah, I'm recently saying... when she was with Jack B. Lucky, Jack B. Lucky did like a toot, 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 toot type deal on his horn yeah. and people came out of, yeah, the village. Yep. I think it's pretty a curious line when Cleos is like, hey, there may be enemies hiding. And Jamie's like, hers or ours. Yeah. Because. In a sense, like it could be different, but in a sense, it could be the same. Like it's not; they're not completely. No. So what he? I mean, like, what happens if they come up on the mountain? Yeah. Right? Like exactly. Yeah. Like if it's land, so he's men. definite, his, definite Brienne enemy. Well, that's is, what like, I'm saying. And his his luck changes then, like completely. Which is interesting because sure. like, I'm free. Later, when he gets captured by the bloody mummers, he thinks that's what's happening for a yeah, little for bit sure. there. He's like, "Cool, yeah. take these off. Like yeah. we're good." Maybe <laughs> it's a, like, a no, strange callback to that line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, if it was the Tully still, like maybe they caught up, or maybe Mooton is there. Yeah. Like, if he got, if Mooton got word, he's probably going to kill Brienne for doing this with Jamie, and he's taking Jamie back to River Run. So yeah, I, the only thing is, I'm questioning is maybe maybe not kill Brienne, maybe just send him yeah, back. Yeah, maybe. They're I mean, I, 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 I think it's a toss up. They would definitely probably just kill her. Who cares? She's, I mean, she's under uh, Catelyn though. Like the Tullys yeah. give a shit yeah, about her. But, it depends on like if how much word has spread. Like Jeff said last time, I think they just said like Jamie escaped. They didn't say like oh Catelyn set him free. So like if you okay. like oh, I'm sworn to Lord Ka- like Lady Catelyn, that might still be like worth yeah, something. Yeah, I got you. Brienne, if Brienne just like she's complicit out of jail. Or, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like wouldn't she have taken off his cuffs and all? I don't know. It's this whole weird that's, situation, that's right? That's true. Yeah. So uh, I don't, we don't need the we don't need to yeah. linger on that point. Yeah, but when Jamie says that about the enemies. He says that like, oh, because I'm making noise because if enemies do come out, they might be hers. And I want to see if she can use that sword of hers is like what he says. Yeah. And she's like, shut the fuck up or I'm going to gag you. 
which I mean is foreshadowing, right, for the the end, the end of the chapter when he does get to see her use her sword. Yes, and he, she used it pretty well. Yeah, a lot. So anyway, I'm gonna gag her. Yep. Next thing they know, he, well, he's like, "I'll shut up if you unchain me." That's a fair trade. Uh, but she calls him wench. He calls her wench, and then we get the, again a little. This is a repeating thing between these two. I'm wench. not wench. Brienne, my name's Brienne. Brienne, Brian. The audiobook guy says Brienne, and I know most people say Brienne, but We're it's like in my head, Brian, it's grow just up. stuck. It's Brienne <laughs> in the audiobook a lot. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, don't um, let's not go down stupid names. Glow's off this podcast for, <laughs> for good now. Yeah, we actually kicked Glow off because he said Kavan. Uh, we just we 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 made it seem like an am, am, amicable. What's that yeah, word? Shut up. Am, am, <laughs> amicable. Yeah, whatever. No one knows how to say that word. Amicable. Gosh, that's a game. I know how to say. So he starts fucking to get around uh, Brian again, and he says, "Care for I a bath." You're a maiden. There's the pool. I'll wash your back. So because this town is called Maiden Pool, right? And again, you you have to think that that has to be the name of this town has to be related to the Florian and Jonquil thing, right? Like that's a legend we've heard about how many times? What are you talking about? The town's isn't, called Maiden Pool. Isn't that literally? I think what he even they says said? that it's 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 taking its name from the pool, but not that it's necessarily about Florian and Jonquil. But maybe I, that's this what I'm is saying. like what are you talking Stark's about? Taking their name off of Carl's hold of Stark, and people just started calling it Maiden Pool. And they were like, hey, let's just call this place Maiden Pool. From oh, God, now on after don't start song. that one. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, he literally said it's the pool from which the town took its name where legend said that he glimpsed John Cool building with their sisters. What are you talking about? You're right. I guess it's implied there. It doesn't specifically call it out, but you're right. And that's even the quote I read. You're, it's 100% you're right. cool, though. The pool from which the town took its name could be separate from the, the – yes, it's also the pool where Florian and John Cool. It doesn't necessarily – like, what if the town was mm, around before that and it was called Maiden Pool? I think Nelson's in it. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, so the the big dilemma that they have, I guess, kind of decision, which I don't know if the two people talking about it even have a choice, is if they should go straight kind of down the Duskendale Road or Cleos wants to take the safer, maybe safer route all the way around the coast, um, which who knows if that means Crackclaw Peninsula or not, which seems like it's completely out of the way. But Jamie's just like, fuck it. Like, I'm not going that way. Like, I'm going B-line. I'm going straight to b if you guys have ever played Domination <laughs> in Call of Duty, if, if you need to, you go straight to B. You need to win B. That's a Jeff saying. Every time you load into a game of Call of Duty, Jeff's just, he's always the first if one. If you're to worried be. about kills, you're not going to win. Go Jeff straight might to not B. get kills. We might not even win the game, but we'll Jeff, win the game. Jeff's a guaranteed to be first boots. boots I'll on be the, the first to one to B for sure. <laughs> uh, but he more or less wants to just get back to civilization and more so Cersei. Yes. That's what Jamie's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does think about Cersei quite a bit. In this chapter, girl, we get a little bit more about girl. their childhood, right? Like they they fooled around for quite some time. Yeah, he thought a little bit back ago that he Even used to scrub womb, her back in the pool. That, that he used to scrub her back when they were kids and like when they were bathing. But yeah, then here he goes into even before like they knew what sex they was or had any sexual doing, urges. Yeah. They were just like doing what the animals did and like humping each other pretty much. Yeah. I guess and enough then the that maid, mom separated uh, I mean, the rooms for, and yeah, one of the maids. Caught, saw them the mom split them up but then the mom died giving birth to Tyrion pretty shortly after again i think we've heard well, and this this, this goes into that whole does tywin know question right like so here's the first time where the the mom said i'm gonna keep it from him which she did because yeah, she died i'll tell your dad if i catch you doing it again but yeah, yeah. exactly so we don't know so, that he knows yeah yeah, yeah. i don't think uh, again i don't obviously she might have told him the other thing would be like how were they like I don't know, six years old, like playing animals and like not knowing a clue. Like, 
You I see, don't think this was the only time they got caught. Well, I mean, it's the only time Jamie mentioned, so I don't know. Well, it had to be the only time they got caught by their mom. Their mom died. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, they're this made, this made knows. Yeah, but I'm saying there's a difference between uh, two six year olds or two five year olds I playing what they think, and then like a, the two 29 year olds actually having sex <laughs> and birthing children. You could, like, if a maid saw this, she'd tell us the mom. She's probably not telling everybody well, else. Yeah. Like, if you tell everybody, oh, the, the two six year olds. I understand. Were playing. I'm just saying, like, this is the only experience we have knowledge of. There yeah, could but then be you others. Said, like, oh, would they, sure, there could be, but they could have two heads too. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we got to go by what we know. Yeah. Okay. He he mentions here that he can't even remember what his mom looks like, which is kind of sad. Uh, again, because she died, yeah. they were pretty young. I, I should go back in timeline and figure that out how old they were, but we'll do that next time. There's got to be a painting of her somewhere in Castle Rock. I don't believe it. Well, he hasn't been in Castle Rock for quite some time. Yeah, that's true. And then next, Jamie starts thinking kind of crazy. He's like, thank God that Ned and Stannis told everybody about the incest. Now we can just like be married and be yeah, happy. Yeah, who cares? This is a pretty, it is a pretty wild, it's a pretty wild section of just how his brain I mean, is it's, working. So I hate to say it, but like, it is kind of true. You mean it's true in the fact that if they did it, why not us? Just some other family no, no. did it, I, the, Like when your big secret is out right like it, it's oh, like a weight off a deep, your chest you can take and a deep like breath. the secret's really fucked up but it doesn't like, mean that you can lean into it though well this this does because his goddamn family is in charge of the the realm currently so he can yeah and he says okay robert won the the throne not because he had any right just because he had more swords so fuck it we can do whatever we want as long as we're strong enough to hold it yeah the problem exactly. is is What's Tywin gonna say? Tywin's the one with the swords, so. Well, and how many of your own men are gonna be like, wait, what? That's. (laughs) (laughs) How far is it to move to the reach? (laughs) You're marrying your sister. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like other soldiers that are just like, what's going on? I I mean, but we're not so far removed. We're not even a generation removed from the Targaryens doing it. So that's what his point is. Everybody here has been right, and that is Jamie's point. And And the other point is that makes it less, I guess, of a stretch is. They do cousins like Tywin and his what like Jamie's mom is Tywin's cousin, first cousin. Yeah. Like they're it's not even that far, and no yeah. one cares about that. Like that's accepted for every family. Just one, yeah, <laughs> yeah one generation. Too much close. I mean, it's closer, but some too much closer. Yeah, I mean, if, if any Stark ends up marrying what would be a Car Stark, like that's their blood. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Different houses, but they got the same. Eventually, you know, yeah. blood related. I mean, that's far enough back though. Like, let's be real. Well, for sure, at some point, but. <laughs> So, but when jo- when he's on this thought, well, first he thinks I'm gonna on it, like it's kind of in the same thought. I'm gonna we're gonna send Sansa back to Catelyn. So he's like just accepting yeah. that he's gonna ex- accept this, and he thinks about that more specifically in a second. But he's like, yeah, then we can just yeah. wed Joffrey and Marcella to each other. Like yeah, we'll, we'll just, just keep, keep it going. It, we'll just keep it going. <laughs> well, yeah, like you said, really <laughs> lean into it. Like yeah. nobody's gonna fucking say anything if everybody's all married to each other. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, It'll it be would normal. be a lot weirder if the Targaryens weren't just doing this for the last 400 years or yeah. however long it is now. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If it was like out of the blue, like, Hey, there's a long lineage, yeah. long yeah, dynasty of, of yeah. them doing this. Like it's almost kind of, I don't know. Like why were the Targaryens? Why was that? I guess cause they're, cause they're Kings, right? Well, why couldn't well, the Lannisters do this on? Why the Lannisters be stupid not to? Right, that's what you're trying to say, John. I'm just saying, why is it? <laughs> why is it so weird if the Lannisters were doing this on Castle Rock? Like, what if Tywin had the same idea and was like, "I want to keep my bloodline pure," and just what if he decided to do it? Like, why would that be so much frowned upon around Westeros when you have your ruler doing the same thing? Like, to I, nerd out for a minute, at the point of writing this book, you're 100% right, but later when Fire and Blood gets written, there is a point like where one of the older kids, like one of the very first Targaryen kings, like actually creates a law 
that says like Targaryens, that family Targaryens, not having nothing to do with their seat of being kings. The family is just above everyone else. They're closer to gods than men, and that's why they're that's why our rules don't. But apply Jamie to them. does say that here too. To yeah, be exactly. And he kind of mentions gods that like here. dragons. But to, to, to that point, like the reason why, like I, I think it's literally a law, <laughs> like in okay. in like the law books that like it. The, the, those Hungarians are an exception, but to your point, when George wrote this book, that who knows if that was ever a thought. You know, what like I mean? at this like, point, that was, that's like, a fire and blood thing, which came out. We know way Danny after. wants to come back over. What if she comes back over and they're just like they just turn like, oh, you're a bastard. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think gonna, people are going to respect gonna those a... laws. Like when Danny shows up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, uh, we talked about him mentioning that he actually planned on honoring the Sansa deal. Kyle, what do you think of we that? We didn't talk about that. Well, yeah, Nelson true. mentioned it. We won't talk about it now. So okay, um, yeah. I mean, like he he's and he's just doing it for shits and gigs, right? Like that's the <laughs> that's the best more part. or less what I got. From he's that. like yeah. people are gonna be people are gonna be so freaked out when I actually fucking come through. Like this is gonna be hilarious. That's pretty much what he's saying. He says it knew he knew it wouldn't win him back any honor. Like no one's gonna think any better of him for keeping this oath mm-hmm. when he's done all these other bad things. But he does think it'll be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do yeah. start to feel bad for Jamie a little bit. I mean, I don't not about his character at all, but he doesn't get any benefit of the doubt. Like any time it goes right back to you killed the king, which I understand. Like yeah. he killed the king. Like that's obviously not good. Well, it's like how do you trust that? Right? Like you you've already gone way over the top. But how at the same time, and he has a point here. It's like. I also didn't see you cook somebody inside of their armor right. like the king did. So, right. like, I can kill – I could kill him. I've seen him do some very awful things. Sure. I just – I think it's funny because, like, it, I think reading Jamie chapters is just, like, the polar opposite of reading Ned chapters in book one where Ned could, like, literally be pissing down somebody's back and tell them it's raining. I swear my oath. And they're like, Ned, yep, I believe him because Ned would never lie, right? Ned's, like, an honorable person. And then here Jamie could, like, be telling somebody the most truthful thing ever – I swear, I swear on my name and like, yeah, your name's worth nothing, Kingslayer. Yeah. It's just like so opposite. Like anybody would take Ned's word for anything and Jamie's word is worth nothing. And, and I think it's deserved. It's like, I was it's like say, you earn, wh- you, they both earn that position. Yeah. Exactly. A reputation is earned. Uh, all right. Well, let's just say this real quick. Ned has a bastard. Like he dishonored his wife by. So That's true. Like, you would think there's at least one little stain on his Maybe. Record. Again, like the the men are in this time period are just running around whoring it up. So like sure there's gonna be a yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And cool. I'm I don't know. I mean I know he's owning it publicly, but I'm still skeptical on that. But what do you mean? I've s i have feel like I've said that before. I don't think John was Ned's. I definitely have said that. That might be the first time I'm hearing it. Really? I have to dive back into the archives of It's interesting thought though. Yeah. I don't, let us know in the comments. I feel like I talked about that. it being his sister's We've done. We've been doing these for a while. We've definitely, we definitely that. talked about this. Like, because I was trying to connect. I remember trying to connect Danny's dreams and and Ned's dream at the Red Door or something. And and you, you guys explained that I was wrong, but it Nelson was definitely a thought yeah, yeah, that yeah. I had was that it was John is not. Nels will have to dive into that one. I do remember us talking about something with that because you were thinking that the house with the Red Door was the same like thing that the tower Ned was dreaming whatever. of. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I said, and I basically we went back and read them and said, not necessarily, but you did have some interesting thoughts there. I just don't remember what they were. So. Yeah, well, I don't that was one of them. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, okay. you can, you can. I mean, it, I, I'm sure it was. Ask somebody that's. We, we can ask the listeners that have recently caught yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that's comment on the Discord what Kyle said about the dream. So that, while that's interesting, it doesn't really negate the point we're talking about now because, like you said, Ned is openly accepting this as his so as far as exactly. everyone like treating ned to his word you would be like again but to jeff's point 
is like having a bastard in this time the same as like not holding it's it I mean, like different not types of it's not king, yeah so um all right so as they're just kind of walking and talking thum 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 yeah arrows are flying barrage of arrows i think jamie's experience shows here too like the sound oh, instantly yeah he knew he's immediately hugging the, yeah. his horse he's yelling at everybody get down he like, says he down, what happened and i can't tell based on the way it reads is like did cleo just not understand what he meant and cleo's just tried to jump off his horse and no i think he probably just like like dodged like or like got scared so he flinched and like the horse probably started running and then he might have like kicked him and then well when they find his body later he does have arrows in him well i'm sure after a while i'm sure he got i was wondering why would they be shooting at his dragging body maybe he got the arrows and that's why he fell from his horse it's also possible we don't i don't think Uh, yeah sure sure he might have caught an arrow for sure oh he i think he definitely did yeah if not he probably caught it as i thought he had the arrows in him and then he said but that's not what what was killing him i don't know anyway yeah his head is what killed him Yeah. yeah Yeah. So it also just a reminder when they the horses they're on are the horses that like they saw they at the end of the Neely man and like the one yeah. had one eye and like, Brands was a <laughs> plow horse. Yeah. Jamie had the worst horse, yeah. right? Cleos's was the best one. Yeah, I think his was like actually a knight's horse. Brands was like which a plow I'm sure horse. is probably still the horse is probably still kicking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that the brave companions might have taken it. So yeah, Jamie charges them right away, and there's like some funny quotes where he's like, "I hope she joins yeah, me." So- well, he said he, he said he saw Cleo's lurch from his saddle. I think he got hit by arrows right there. Like he lurched. That's usually gotcha. like yeah. I took it as he was trying to jump from his saddle when Jamie said down. Nah, you like, wouldn't. Cleo, I think that's like, like just I because Cleo says some dumb stuff. Like he said some dumb stuff like throughout here. Like when they're about to choose which path to go right after the inn, and Jamie and Brienne are both like, "Yeah, go this way." That guy was definitely feeding yeah. us bullshit. Cleo's like, "Wait, why would we not go that way? Or like, why would we not sleep in this inn?" So I could just kind of yeah. take him as like an idiot. So when Jamie says down. <laughs> I could see him just trying to jump from his horse, and that's what <laughs> ends up killing him. But who knows? It could, I, yeah, I think it's ambiguous. Before you say that they they charge, I think they do run for a bit, maybe not too far, but long enough for Jamie to look back and see that Brienne has actually taken two arrows already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she don't care. She's probably she wearing armor flinched. though, or at least male, right? Well, I mean, but they're in her. It's in her. Yeah, I mean, they're <laughs> sticking to through the armor like she's at least getting poked if not any for sure like I'm, yeah they're definitely hitting her but it, i think that it ke- that keeps it from being fatal it just makes it be painful right sure it's yeah. like a Surface flesh exactly yeah. that's yeah, yeah, still yeah. awful i'm just saying like she, that shouldn't be like a death risk <laughs> so anyway they charge these archers and, yeah. and jamie runs in fucking full blast not afraid but then he Cuffed is kind of all. a little bit he's like oh wait <laughs> i don't i really don't have a weapon like hopefully she's following and getting the drift here but she did yeah. She starts shouting, even fall, Tarth, 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 and then they all run away. And what's weird is they like don't chase him down at all. They like the archers run to the woods and they just stop. Like the archers could just like start shooting again. Well, it's not weird, right? So even Jamie's yeah. like, What are you doing? Like, you're supposed to go kill them now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like you said, or like you said, the archers don't shoot back again. Yeah, yeah. They're but, they full they full on ran because Jamie's like, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna run because they know what happens if they stop running. I'm curious yeah. at how many archers there were. Like, if there was only, like, two or three, like, okay. If this was, like, ten archers, like, you guys stink at your job. Well, yeah. look at it this way, right? So, Cleos got hit twice. Brienne got hit twice. And that's, like, True. in two volleys, probably. And Jamie got missed a few times. Yeah. And his horse got hit. 
So there's uh, well, at least well, five. Maybe they got slow. Well, they got slow reload then. Like they should have been able. Like I don't know. If like, you read it, he like you can kind of read when there is there's each volley. He says like yeah. Then the next right. round came, and then I think there's only like four volleys. Maybe they were only like thirty yards away, so like they were able to charge on them pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> I think five to ten is a fair number. But yeah, I'd agree with that too. He says they're riding by this wall, and then yeah. they're behind the walls when okay. they pop up. So yeah, so they're not too far. But yeah, they had him and Brienne have that conversation. He says something like, uh, you should let me tend to your wounds, the arrow wounds. And she's like, you, why would I let you do it? And he's like, who else? Cleos's head was plowing a field. My cousin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that was a great, that was such a great line. (laughs) Cleos's head is plowing the field. Yeah. Yeah, Well, his horse is using his head to plow a field. That's even better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then he's like, we better go get him. He is a Lannister of sorts. So we knew this because they've been saying he's Jamie's cousin and we might've talked about it back in Jamie one. But Cleos mm-hmm. is Frey and Lannister. Do we know anybody else who's Frey and Lannister? Or was Frey and Lannister? Yeah, one of the kids that died last. Uh... Who's Tion? Yeah, Tion Frey was Cleos' brother. Okay. So this family's taking a hit. And Aunt Jenna, Aunt Genna. Yep. And he, there's one point here where Jamie says, she's like, he was your cousin. He's like, I want, I called dibs on, on his stuff. And she's like, he was your cousin. And he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like I, got, I, got I got a, a bunch. few. Well, he just <laughs> lost two in River Run. Lancel's pretty fucked up in King's Landing. Tyrek is missing, right? So, like, we literally know of four of his cousins who he's are in, missing a bunch. Yeah, he does have more. We don't have to go through all Jamie's cousins, but it, I think it's just funny how like the, a lot of the characters who are who have had bad shit happen to him recently are actually all J- Jamie's cousins. Well, I mean that that makes sense, right? Like, it's either Starks or, or mm-hmm. Lannisters for the most part. So, or Baratheons. They've had a pretty wild. Well, yeah, true. Trip. They're pretty wiped, I think. All right, so. They get back to Cleos, like you said. They found all this shit, uh, and Jamie gets down. He's like, "All right, I'm taking the belt. I'm taking the sword." And yeah. Brynn's like, oh, and he has like a decent point. He was like, "All right, I I need to do watch too. Like, we need to protect ourselves." And it's kind of what you said earlier, where like he said, like our enemy. He was telling Cleos that like her enemies are not our enemies. But you mm. said, like, they kind of are. And to that point, like, yeah, they want the same goal. Him and Brienne both want the same thing. They both want Jamie to get back to King's Landing safely. So, like, he... Well, he some of them, yeah. Well, I feel like what he's saying here is he's like, just let me stand guard. Like, I honestly would help you. And he's like, I was tired of her, blah, 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 blah. And that's when he attacks her. But I think, mm. like, he he honestly would have just been like, yeah, like, I'll help you stand guard. We, we want the same thing. For the most, like, to your you saying, think, for the most part. I don't know. I, I think guess unless he, Gregor came up, <laughs> or, like, somebody uh, like I that. I don't know. I think if Jamie could have, like, all right, I think getting uncuffed is a big part of it, for sure. But if he got uncuffed and had a sword, he's killing Brienne. He says he'll swear an oath here, and this is one of the parts that he you were saying. He jokingly said that. I don't uh, think so. He, uh, because he gets pissed when she says your oaths are worth nothing. All right, That's, fine. like, yeah. what maybe he's he, to get Maybe mad. he meant it. I think yeah. he honestly meant, like, I won't hurt you. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you You haven't done anything wrong to me or yeah. to the people. Like, I, why would I, why would I betray you is pretty yeah. much what he's saying. He's like, Ares gave me reason to betray him. Why would yeah, I betray you? Have, you? This is where the thing that you said, he hasn't, co- you haven't yeah. cooked anyone in your armor. Yeah. yeah. And this is when she's like, no, no, no. And he gets pissed off that she, like, she just doesn't trust him and he attacks. Yep. He pulls it out. She blocks it right away. And then like, I don't know. They fight for a while. Like, I don't want to talk about every fucking swing that they, no, that it's, they it's a, it's a sick fight. Definitely. Like re- if you listen to the podcast and you don't read along, it's a cool fight. I don't know. I don't know if which version you're reading, but in the box set, it's like page two eighty nine, something like that. It's a like cool if fight. If you're not yeah. reading, 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a cool fight. Like, like I said, it's just a, a long back and forth. Yeah, we'll, we can get, we'll go through it like normal, but yeah, I don't have I don't have it. I mean, I have detail. I have little notes along yeah, the fight for sure. Yeah, yeah. So. so yeah, like he could never get the upper hand. Is really kind of what it came down to, and he was like he was realizing like, okay, even though I'm chained up, like even if I wasn't, I feel like he, I think he's like understanding. Like she's, at some point, she's yeah, good, he definitely. Yeah. The first thing that he realizes, like, wow. To be fighting again, like I never felt so alive here. Like yeah. this is fucking great. I I love the the blood yeah. rushing and and the chance to kill somebody or the chance to die. I guess like that's part of it. The razor's so. edge, right? This is what I was made for. Yeah, and she's not attacking him. He kind of yeah. mentions that, that she's only defending and she just like blocking everything, swatting everything away. Yeah, yeah. she's just doing the Rocky three technique. It's just a clock classic Rocky <laughs> three technique. Just tire him out. Yeah, tire rope a dope and. He's like, not bad for a wench. And then they just go at it again. And then this is where he's like, I don't know how long went by. Out like there's a cool quote, like time slept when swords woke or something. They fight for some more, and then then he says, Not bad. Again. And she's like, What, for a wench? And he's like, No, for a green squire. And again, this is just feels like kind of out of a movie or like a That pissed her off though. Yeah, and that's when she starts to attack. She's a knight. I'm attacking your ass now, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's not a knight. She's just a good fighter. She's she's an almost knight, right? Like she's that's like her dream. Knight. Yeah. Well, he says, "Let me have this dance." He's like, "Let me." The music's still playing. Let me have this dance. And that's when she she attacks him. You're right. It's on the edge of the fur wench thing too. And then at some point, she cuts him. Yep. Because right she above the attacking. eye. Pretty much right as she starts attacking, he gets cut. She's just wearing him down. Like she ends up wearing him down. She's better. She's better at the rock. Oh, the Rocky Three technique has just worked. She's Rocky. He's clever. Well, this lying. is where he's making excuses too. He's making excuses. He's I like, mean, my chain he does have some... the river run for forever, which is, I yeah, mean, the river excuses. run part does suck, right? Yeah, like both are valid. <laughs> a lot of them are valid. He's probably malnutritioned. Mm. He hasn't been practicing. He's, uh, what's it called when your muscles fade away? There's atrophy. A, yeah. He's definitely gone through atrophy yeah, sure. of his body. Uh, and she's not like, she's been training. She's a beast. Uh, yeah. So, and he realizes that she is stronger than him. Well, and we knew she was good because she won that tournament, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, like we yeah, knew we know how good she is. Yeah. I so, thought this was cool. He goes through all the people that he thinks are stronger than him. Yeah, and like I think Jamie's probably a pretty good like source on how good people are at fighting and their strength and stuff like that because like Lord Commander of the Kingsguard. I mean, he doesn't really comment on them fighting because he's like, I, I can yeah. still beat all these people, yeah. but uh, they were at least stronger than me. Yeah. So he goes, Robert, so Robert Baratheon, the White Bull, Gerald Hightower, who was the Lord Commander of the Kingsguard before, for Ares, uh, Sir Arthur Dane, who was in the Kingsguard for Ares, uh, amongst the lit, then he starts thinking about, because those three are dead, then he starts thinking of people who are still alive, Great John Umber, Strongbore of Craycall, both, and both Cleganes. He's like, the mountain is just... Completely yeah, on a like, different level. He's on a level all yeah. his own. Uh, but yeah, he's like, I could still beat them all by myself. But here, I should, I should be the one wearing Brienne down. She's a woman, mm-hmm. a huge caliber yeah, woman, sure. But on? I should be, I should be winning. Yeah. She forces him into a brook, and he slips. But as he goes down, he stabs she, her in the stabs thigh. her in the thigh. Little blood, red flower, plop out, blossom, blossom. Why would you plop say plop out? out? Why would plop, that be? That why would that be your choice? Yeah, no, that's what George said. Plop out. Plop <laughs> <laughs> out. And then they start wrestling in the water, and she ends up getting the upper hand and just starts fucking like bathtubbing him. Oh yeah, water, she's like trying to drown water. him, and yeah, <laughs> uh, yield, yield, and put his head back you. under. Yeah. Yep. 
And he's like, and break your oath like me. And she lets him go. And then the woods rang with laughter and they are surrounded. Bam, so, surrounded. Just stop and talk about the general fight. Like Brienne, like you said, like we know she's good. She won like the tournament at Renly's camp. But Jamie's supposed to be like top fighter, top at least top three fighters in like Westeros. Westeros history, probably. Well, I'm saying like currently living, I would. I don't know who else I would put up there, but it's all, it's basically like the MJ LeBron argument. Who's the top dog. <laughs> Jamie's Different good eras. as fuck is my point. And even though he's yeah, in he chains and even though he's like fucked up, like Brienne, all those reasons yeah. kicked his ass. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like maybe not kicked his ass, but yeah. Won. And again, that's why I give credence to the excuses that he said earlier. Like it's definitely true. Well, he definitely is at a disadvantage, right? Like, He's severely handicapped for this fight. She still won. But my point is, even like he was, he's so good. Like, if you, my point is, take LeBron, put him in in a hospital bed where he's not allowed to move for two months, <laughs> and then pull him out on the court. He was there longer than he's two still going to kick all of our ass in one on one. I agree. Point. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's fair. You still uh, have fair. to be pretty hold good on, to beat hold LeBron. Hold on, but that's that's yeah, us. That's fair. That's the fair. point is, give him like. Do that to LeBron, and I bet you it was longer than two months, and he wasn't in the hospital, like, getting Jello pudding and his fucking – his vitamins. You put him in somewhere chained up where – wasn't his ankles chained to his hands like he was yes. in, the yeah, in the dark yes. forever? Yeah. <laughs> and then you take – I don't know. Dylan Brooks is the hot name right now because he just sucked in the NBA playoffs. And everyone's making fun of him because he talked a bunch of shit to LeBron. And then you put an actual NBA player, which Brianna is good. LeBron's losing that. If he was, if he is atrophied <laughs> and malnutritioned, and he his is hands are that. shackled to his feet. That's and fair. his hands are and his <laughs> hands are shackled. How the fuck is he taking the jump shot? Agreed, agreed. But that's my point: is that like Brienne is at least like to your point. Yes, Brienne is that level. She's the level of at least bad night, right? But no one treats her like that. Everyone treats her as like, oh, she's a woman. Like, ah, whatever. She's literally worth nothing in a fight because she's a woman. And, like, she is just now at least proved to Jamie. Like, I agree. She'd already proved to us from what we saw at River Run and stuff that she was at this level. But now Jamie's like, holy shit. This lady, <laughs> like, it's like LeBron losing that game. And he's like, holy shit, this guy is, like, it's almost like if some random off the street was was tweeting shit like that at LeBron. And then LeBron loses that game, even after he was chained up. You know what I mean? Then he'd be like, okay, you know what? I wasn't, I wasn't in my best shape, but it's still impressive that you did what you did. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel like that's Jamie's stance right now. He watched her jump off of a moving boat and push <laughs> a rock through push another the moving push boat. Push the fucking boulder. Well, not a rock. <laughs> through was a another boulder. moving boat <laughs> and jump back on the first boat. <laughs> and he wasn't impressed. This guy, I don't she, know. She already <laughs> proved himself is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair like, point. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know if he has both hands, if he can't. If he had the freedom of both hands and just the reach, if he couldn't, if he could have done better, he might not ever have both hands again at the end of this chapter. <laughs> oh, okay. We're about so to get, there, get used to it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we realize we're surrounded by armored men. Yep. Uh, and Jamie starts talking jokingly, like, "Oh, sorry, you caught me with my wife." <laughs> he was chastising my wife. Well, I think he was trying to play it off, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know who buys this. <laughs> like, Brienne's in yeah. armor. He's in chains. Like, <laughs> Or would it have mattered? I mean, he doesn't know who's in charge, but he, he notices pretty quickly. Yeah. In hindsight, knowing who it is, like, yeah. He notices. The next th- note I have is he looked around and realized they're the brave companion. So, like, it didn't take him long to figure out. I don't think the... he knows until they know who he is. It's, no, it's, it's two literally senses. the next line. 
So it's like seemed to me she was the one doing the chastising. The oh, man right. spoke with a thick, powerful nasal uh man who spoke was thick and powerful and the nasal bar didn't conceal his lack of a nose. So immediately I was like, Oh it's well fucking I a thought boy. it was Biter, but it's Roar guy. I just Roar, forgot who yeah. didn't have the nose. He does uh, mention I, I he does mention too, Biter. To honest, I know, but I was <laughs> I just forgot who didn't have the nose. Yep. Um and then, I love that. So exactly. This is when he realizes, oh, these are He looks at this Taroshis and Laseni and yeah. Adothraki. He's like, all right, fuck, I know who these people are. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brienne the immediately is like, I have a hundred stags, take them <laughs> yeah. and let us go. And they're like, all right, yeah, we'll take that. We'll <laughs> yeah, start well, that's good, that's good. That'll be a good start. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're going to rape you. Uh, I'll have your cunt next. It Rourke. can't be as ugly as the rest yeah. of you. Yeah. Rourke, who said similar things to Arya before. He's just foul mouthed. Yeah, uh, just foul. Just foul. Jamie's like, all right, who's in charge here? Let me talk. Enough of you, Roar. Give me, give me who's in charge. And that's when Urswick yep. uh, steps out and uh, immediately calls out who Jamie is. Which, to, I mean, Urswick was probably around him a little bit. Like, if Jamie knows who these guys are, Urswick probably at some point saw and heard Jamie talk. So, like, if he could, well, hear Jamie's Jamie, pretty like the like celebrity number two, maybe. Yeah, right? like uh, for sure. I mean, he's been. <laughs> but he all is these- shaved and. But he's I know, been in all but... these tournaments now. It's like, to be honest, like a shaved head. Yeah, that's what he says. And that's what Erzwick says. It takes right, more than a shaved right. head and a beard to fool me. I mean, the beard would probably be it, it's honestly not a bad start. The shaved head and the beard and being dirty. And you probably never see him like that before. He's in rags. Yeah. Normally you see him in. But then he's armor. talking like he's talking very well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? he's talking like Jamie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And well, Andy might have saw, and well, not might have. They definitely saw some of that fight, right? Like you could see that this was probably good fighter. A good fighter, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. Just based on like what you just saw with, yeah. And then he thinks he basically thinks of this group as in the same group of the Mountains men and Amory Lorch's men, which again we kind of know the people that Tywin uses as Mad Dogs. That's what Jamie thinks too. Speaking of, we kind of skipped over it, but like, how stupid was that fight? Like, right? Like. <laughs> The whole yeah. time, I'm like, you you literally just got shot at with arrows like two seconds Swords ago. Like, cl- why would they? Why would they get into a fight? Yeah, there's yeah, there's still archers around. He says these probably aren't the same people, but yeah, it's just still, I know. But at the same stupid. time, like yeah. even before I knew that more people were gonna find him, I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, like, why yeah. is this happening <laughs> yeah. immediately after a fucking archery ambush? Yeah. Uh, the next kind of theme of the chapter is Jamie just being like, "Yo, you know who my dad is? You're <laughs> gonna get a lot of money if money. you turn, if you turned me yeah. in." And we we go back and forth with that with like three different people. Well, real quick here is like there's a few. This is like the next paragraph or two right after what we were just talking about is when he doesn't quite realize what's going on. Jamie's like, okay, mm-hmm. you you know my dad will give you a good reward. She's worth a lot of money too, and he's <laughs> yeah. just like being like kind of yeah, weird. Where's the goat? Yeah, let's let's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jamie and Jamie mm-hmm. knows that something's up because like Urza's like, oh, that's fortunate, and he's like, what what are you saying? And he's like, Where, where's where's Fargo? He's like, oh, he's away. Don't don't worry. We'll see you. He doesn't like the nickname the goat, though. And he says, Lord Vargo is prickly. And he's like, wait, Lord Vargo? What the? How the what, hell did he get that title? <laughs> what the hell is he Lord of? And he's like, Hall. And again, he's like, why would my dad? Is this the first we've heard of this? No. no. Arya heard that Roos overheard Roos that Roos was, was going to give it away. Vargo was getting it, yeah. Roos gave but yeah. it's from Roost. Yeah. yeah. So here, R- which he is hears, what they say here, which is what Jamie's confused on. Jamie says, wait, why would the fuck would my dad give Fargo? Yeah. Aaron Hall? It, it doesn't come out. It comes out a little bit. He, later. He, he thinks it. He doesn't say it. Well, that was so. Yeah, he thinks it. And then he's like, OK, well, can you take the chains me? off? Like, yeah. yeah, take, yeah like, take these <laughs> off. I, I need my. Like, mm, 
he just laughs. Sorry. straight up laughs at it. And Jamie's like, he was worried, but he didn't let it show. Again, he's playing off like the calm, cool, collected. And he's like, uh, did I say something funny? And Rorg says that he's the funniest thing they've seen since Biter chewed off that Septon's tits, which is like, what the fuck? Is this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're literally sacking a Sept later, right? When they find yeah. them, they're sacking a Sept. So these guys are just going around like attacking churches, like they're fucked up. Yeah, anyway, it was awful. So he's like, yeah, your side kind of sucks too much. So we switched. Yep, We're in the other side. Battles. <laughs> yep. Like, they pay us, we win. And Urzog said, yeah, what they what they meant to say is, yeah, we switched. We're straight up for Roos now. That's who we work for. And Jamie's like, and people say I have shit for honor. Bam. Wrong word to say again. Now <laughs> yeah. he's getting attacked. Yep. Hold him up. Punch him in the gut. And Brienne, this is where she, Brienne now is realizing they're in some deep shit. Yeah, she's like, she he's gets, not to be harmed. She gets beat up worse. Lady Catelyn told us, told me not to let him get hurt. Yeah. He, she's really leaning into her, her oath and <laughs> that whole, her mission thing. Yeah, she's like, oh, you guys were on the same side. Like, I'm working for Kat. You're working for Rob. Like, we're cool. <laughs> Just let me keep going. And they're like, nah. Yeah, work work with me. Take it. Let's take it. I mean, the next problem would have been like, yeah, work with me. We're on the same side. It'd be like, well, they probably would have been like, fuck you. You're a woman. Like, I don't trust you. And they would have been like, no, we're not taking her. Well, she would have been happened. like. Brienne would have been like, let's take him to King's Landing. We're like, fuck, no, we're taking him back. Like, they would never have done that part of, even if they wanted to yeah. work with Brienne. Yeah. Like, they would be like, fuck you, we're taking him to Aaron Hall. <laughs> yeah. At least they aren't going, which is kind of what Urzuk says later. Like, I'm not going to go see Tywin. <laughs> like, he's probably not very happy with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that comes up here next. So now they're tied back to back on the horse. And Jamie's thinking or tells her, like, it's your fault we got caught, which probably not her fault originally. He's- yeah, Brienne had to get beat to put on the horse, and she lost two teeth. This is what I'm gonna add. So she, Brienne's yeah, literally getting yeah. uglier. She wasn't per, too good looking to begin with, and she's literally getting ugly, <laughs> uglier as we go. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I mean, hey, yeah, why it's, are you so it's rude? medieval times. You lose two teeth. There's no retainer that has two it's, teeth. It's, like, it's my teeth better. are gone. Yeah. Or you maybe get some wooden teeth. Wooden teeth, like someone who is that Diwin up in the Night's Watch got wooden teeth. So, but that's the best you're doing. Yeah, not good. I thought you were going George Washington, but I think, <laughs> I'm yeah, sure Diwin's not the only one with wooden teeth. George Washington. And he's basically like, well, now you're going to get raped. Yeah. Like a lot. If I were you, I wouldn't <laughs> fight. Just let him, just let him do it. And Brian's like, is that what you would do if you were me? And she, he was like, nah, I'd make him kill me. So it was just a quick thing. And then he immediately tries to go back to Urswick. Yep. Hey, Urswick. And he's like, you better watch what you say during this conversation. Or I'm going to chastise you again. That's what Ur- <laughs> so Urswick starts it off. And Jamie's like, uh, you like gold, don't you? Like, yeah, it has its uses. Yeah, it's pretty good. And this is where we just mentioned it. Like he's like, all right, come on, like you can take me back. Like forget about, forget about the goat. Like you take me to my dad. And, and yeah, you'll get the whole pay. You know, yeah. I'll I'll give you the pardon. Like I I promise you. Like you'll get half the money, half the gold in Castle Rock. I'll pardon you. Daddy'll be good. Yep. Meanwhile, he wants to kill him the whole time. He also adds in here that that Tarth is called the Sapphire Isle, <laughs> which is where Brienne's from. Yeah, you know what that means, right? Sapphire gems, baby. Yeah, Brand gives a little, little jerk at that too. Well, she's like, it doesn't mean gems. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, Urswick here. Then he says, "Do you take me for a turncoat?" And Jamie's like, "Certainly. What else?" Absolutely. You've, <laughs> yeah. you've already turned. You <laughs> yeah, you're you're here for the money. Like, let's be real, dude. It's such we a know. great response. Like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. certainly. Yeah, yeah. like well, immediately. I was surprised he didn't get chastised again. But yeah, he's like. He considers for a second, but then he's like, nah, he might not like us for selling Hall to Roose Bolton. 
and he's like, huh, he's cleverer than he looks. Jamie had planned to take him to King's Landing, give him his reward, and then hang him for, for <laughs> turning his cloak on him. So he was going to do like the technically not lying, but yeah, yeah. Get, get what he wants and hang the guy. Uh, and he, Jamie just continues to talk, and then boom, he does get slapped. And the guy, again, it gets brought up like, I can't, you can't trust the word of an oathbreaker. Like, it's the second time. Well, I just will so we'll say, kind of to your point, when he's like, hey, Urzik, we'll set you up. Don't even worry about Vargo. Because he's like, what about Vargo? And he's like, well, we shall sing him a verse of the Reigns of Castamere. Came back out. Which, yeah. again, we've heard is just a song yeah. about people <laughs> fucking with the Lannisters and getting fucked up in return. Yeah. And then, yeah, he gets eventually, here he gets slapped. So then Brienne's like, why did you just tell him that? Tarth is full well, of hang sapphires on. here. I like I like this Urzwick quote he has here. He says, he says, uh, he, well, Jamie says he won't be so brave when father gets hold of him. He says, and how will we do that? Are your father's arms so long that they can reach over the walls of Harrenhal and pluck us out? I don't know. Just the mental image of that is just <laughs> yeah. a funny one. <laughs> but Jamie so, basically says, yeah, he can if you if he needs to. Figure, yeah, he'll figure exactly. something like, out. Yeah, yeah, like, brother, Don't fuck with my dad. Yeah. You've met him, right? Like he's. He's kind of kind of in charge right now. <laughs> if you put Vargo versus my dad, who do you think is going to win that one? And that's when yeah. the slap actually comes. Yeah, and it's also funny. I think Jamie's like the pain of his slap wasn't that bad. It was just the fact that like people aren't afraid of him. Like he doesn't have mm. no one respects him anymore. Yeah, just openly disrespecting me. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a it wasn't a hard slap. It was a disrespectful slap. Exactly. And then he gallops off. He's like he's like I'm never going to yeah, believe this, the word yeah. of an oathbreaker like you. And he gallops off. And again, he's like fuck. It always uh, comes back to that. And again, this is a guy who just had an allegiance to somebody, is now fighting for another person, and has the balls to say that like, <laughs> yeah. a turn cloak is just as bad. As, I mean, maybe I mean depending on the oath again, but like that's a shitty person too who's passing judgment. These people are throwing rocks at, and there's just glass houses all around, and we're just <laughs> yeah. fucking chucking rocks around. It just matters who's in chains is who's who you can talk shit to. Yeah, you can talk shit to whoever's in chains. Yeah, definitely helps. So, yeah. So Brienne's like, are, are you a liar? Is everything you fucking say King's li- like a lie, yeah, Kingslayer? There's just like, sapphires yeah. on Tarth. It's, it's about pretty the water. water. <laughs> uh, he's like, look, you better shut the fuck up. I'm trying to help you here. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna yeah, exactly. really get raped. You're gonna which, get start getting raped right now if you don't shut the fuck up. Which here again, Jamie's not the great, greatest guy, but this is just altruistic. There's no reason for him to do this for her, and yeah, he does. You're this right for her. You're right. He's he's definitely being nice to her. For and sure. I think part of it is because he respects her now after that fight. He's gaining respect yeah. for her. Yep. Yeah. For sure. All right. So they end up riding and they come up on Hote in a set that they had just ransacked. There's some some more guys around, a big fat Dothraki guy. Uh, the Septon's hanging from a tree. They're now using him as target practice. Somebody must be pretty good. There's two through his eye. And Hote's funny because he just got that awful lisp. lisp. Have we ever heard Hote talk before? Like Arya's yeah. seen him for sure, yeah. but like we, we definitely did. haven't got this much. Like before. not this much for sure. And George, it's frustrating I don't think to read a little bit. <laughs> George didn't do him many favors because he like silence. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he throws in lots of them for sure. <laughs> What's the show where the guy like spits on pee all the time? Was that that's so Raven? Uh, it, like it was the the, the teacher. It was like Mister. Ned survival guy. You just spit. No, I'll Google it and I'll send it to you. You can put it in the. Uh, you can put it in the Discord. King Slayer, you are my captive. This is a sweet day. <laughs> yeah, this is a <laughs> silencer. This is a sweet day. Yeah, he's like uh, the Looney Tune. Sucker and Tucker test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, basically, when they get there, 
everyone sees him. And it's also, I think it's cool. You're like the bloody mummers. They're just like from everywhere. You got like, kind of like you said, Dothraki, Ibanese, Barga Hood himself from Kohor, right? You just got people from all over. One guy's a Dornishman. And when they ride up, they said there's people from a dozen different lands and half a dozen languages rang out when they ride up. They're just like, yeah, they're back <laughs> type thing. Brand's basically trying to be like, hey, it's, thank God we're here, guys. We're on your side. Guess who I am? I'm the same same thing that didn't work for her a few minutes ago. She's or a few hours ago. She's trying again now. And yeah, Vargo's like, silence her, pull her down, start kicking her. Urzwick's like, don't beat her too bad. Don't break any bones. She's worth she's full her of weight. Sapphires. In sapphires. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. She's worth a lot of money, but that was Jamie's plan, right? Coming into to shape here, right? To to save yeah, her at exactly. least. Exactly. And it's working it's, already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't break her bones. Yeah. Yeah, so they start pulling him down, and he's like, I could take a sword now and kill some of them, but I'm not ready to die quite yet, and definitely not for the likes of Brianna Tarth. Well, he's so full of himself, too. You say you trust him so much, but like the whole time he's like, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. That's literally his internal monologue the entire <laughs> chapter. He's the best. He's You're the right. best fighter Except ever. for the one time when he's actually like can't say that because he's getting his ass kicked. That's the only time when he's like, okay, fuck, I'm, I'm a little rusty. So yeah. I, I, there, you're, but now you're he's right. back there's, to it. There's though. something to what you're saying. He's like, well, I could kill six of these guys, but there's seven of them. So <laughs> like, I can't do this plan. It's like Mitch Hedberg had a joke and he's like, I went to the store buy apples. And he's like, I bought nine. And they asked me if I wanted a bag. And he said, he's like, I juggle. And he said, but I can only juggle 10 apples. <laughs> it's like, but if it's nine, <laughs> fuck it, bag them up. Like, it's like, same thing, right? Like, or it's the other way. I did the other way for this. But. Yeah. Put it in the Discord. And to your point, yeah. it's not the first time. Like, Jamie, when they're getting chased on the boat, he's like, okay, well, there's probably 22 of them on the boat. There's three of us. I can take 13. Cleos can take two. Brienne will take five. Like, ah, it's a toss-up. We can probably do it. But, like, when yeah. he's doing those numbers in his head, he gives himself, like, an absurd number, like eight plus. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Half of them are me. Yeah. yeah. He could kill them all. I believe. I believe. And at that him. point, he could barely stand up. Like, they literally had exactly. to carry him to the boat because he was so exactly. weak. And he couldn't that's that's all I'm saying. It's like, he's so, like. <laughs> yeah. He's a little full of himself, for sure. I'm Jamie. All right. So he's like, hey, come on. My dad will pay you. You can have half the gold in Castly Rock. So Vargo has this this necklace, which is kind of what yeah. gets Jamie thinking about. Oh, greed is the way to sure. win this guy. It, it, the necklace is cool, though, because it's all the coins where he's fought. That he's fought and, for. Because he's a yeah. sellsword and got money from. But they're, like, linked together like a maester's. Like, that's yeah, what maester's sweet. wear. Yeah. Is that like a is that like a maester parallel? I think it's a it's a, I think it's just a cool. I don't sure think it cool. truly shows greed. I think it's like, hey, I've been here, 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 here. Like, I think it's kind I of. I mean, a cool, I think it's like I've fought all these different places for money. Kind and that's of. what the maesters <laughs> sure, chain means yeah, too. It's like I've learned all these yeah. different things. I, don't, yeah, I yeah. think it's I think it's kind of like a weird parallel to the maesters. I just don't yeah. know why or or how. But I mean, it's basically his job. I mean, it's just like. Yeah, that's what he does. Go around being a, uh, you know, he's a fighter. I don't know if yeah, he's a good fighter, but that's what he's doing. He's making money for it and making his living. So, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Um, but yeah, he's like, all right, this guy's all about greed. Like he'll, he'll take the money for like, sure. My dad will pay you, and you know it. And he's like, oh yeah, half the gold in Castle Rock. No, no, no. he's like, oh yes, oh, oh yes, half mm-hmm. the gold in Castle Rock. I shall have, <laughs> but first. I must send him a message. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says something in his goatish tongue, which I'm guessing is Kohoric or Kohorish because he's from Kohor. Uh, Uh, But Urswick understands what he says. And so does Shagwell. And they knock Jamie down, kind of like tabletop him. And the archers grab his chains, pull his arms out in front of him. And then a fat Dothraki starts swaggering up. They mean to scare me. The fool hopped on Jamie's back, giggling as the Dothraki swaggered towards him. 
The goat wants me to piss my breeches and beg his mercy, but I'll never have that pleasure. He was a Lannister of Casterly Rock, the Lord Commander of the Kingsguard. No sellsword would make him scream. Sunlight ran silver along the edge of the Iraq as it came shivering down, almost too fast to see, and Jamie screamed. Dun, dun, dun. So you said the one time when he was un- wasn't able to think at this chapter. I think there's two times this chapter where he thinks... I might not be the greatest. <laughs> yeah. The very last thought that goes through his head. Yeah. Chapter, yeah. <laughs> I just think that's really cool. He sell, No cell sword to make him scream. And he screamed. And he screamed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, I like. Immediately. He, he just never fully grasped his position, right? Like the whole time, even with Catelyn in the jail, like he thought he had the upper hand still, or at least was level ground. Like No one can touch ma- me because I'm a badass. I- yeah. I, well, and, I think it too. It might be a lot badass, but I think a lot of it is the Lannister ego. Exactly. Sure. It's just like, it's just his birthright. Like this is yeah. mine. It's it's kind of what you were saying earlier about the Targaryens. I don't know if that was in the podcast or not, but what you were saying was that the they're close to gods or whatever, so they feel like they're yeah. better than everybody else. And that's definitely yeah. that was definitely in the podcast. That was when we were talking about the Lannisters adopting the. Uh, the, the incestual yeah. yeah i don't even know if it's all just being better too it's just like our family has money and they'll pay so like no one's yeah, ever we'll gonna kill me because they're, yeah. they're just gonna pay for me and everyone's gonna take that option to get rich it's the brienne the thing that he uses to say brienne here with the sapphire is just way more like the, the lannisters have so much money it's like it's just not worth it like he could be your worst enemy Mm-hmm. And it's still worth it to sell him back or sell him. Yeah, it's a, li- it's a even life-changing if you don't sell him to, the, to the Lannisters, he's worth money to Rob, right? He's worth money. He's a, yeah. worth a lot of money too. Because yeah. it's like the market. <laughs> the market for yeah. Jamie is a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to get, if you don't want him to go back to Lannisters, you better be offering up a lot. And I think yeah. Edmure did. He offered up like ten thousand golden dragons, which is a fuck a fuck ton of money. <laughs> it's a good good chunk of change for sure. So Kyle, what do you? So you gave us your thoughts on. Yeah, on what I, you don't, think I, don't, I don't really have another prediction. I like other than that, like. I, they're pretty fucked, but at the same time, like I feel like what is happening here, right, is like kind of the situation, like the 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 story is building the relationship between Jamie and Brienne, and I feel like they're gonna have to escape to some degree, or else like this relationship isn't gonna be able to grow. <laughs> so, I, like <laughs> in terms of using like the not like the the idea that it's a book as uh, some guidance, there, like meta prediction. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully they they can find of like. Like you know, work together. You're to saying escape. Jamie and Brienne are interesting together, so they're gonna stay together in some aspect. Hopefully, yeah, because because yeah, I, I enjoy that part of this. I guess like it is getting better. I still don't like Jamie, obviously. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's still very guy. hard to read and and to like <laughs> respect, but like I'm learning to just you know hate him the whole time, kind of thing. So yeah, um, it's like how I read Cat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Except Cat is like Cat's a better has, person has, than Jamie. Cat has but, fucked yeah. up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is a good person at heart. Jamie just like throwing kids out windows, fucking his sister, killing his king. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he hasn't been good from the start. Sure. You're right. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't, I don't. He's had a lot of ticks on his record. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not just the Aries so. thing. Like that's the thing that everybody knows about. But yeah, we know some more about Jamie. Yeah, exactly. Window. And there's <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, he's got a history. Kyle's earlier yeah. point, there's probably a history that we don't even know. Exactly. Yeah. But all right. All right, cool. Well, we'll see right. Kyle in the next one for Aria 4, I think. Mmm, Aria. And we'll see the rest of you guys in the spoiler section for Jamie 3. Bye-bye. All right, later, nerds. Uh, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert!
Bye, Kyle. Thanks for hanging Bye, out Kyle. with us. See you later. Now, on to the spoiler section of Jamie 3. Nels, what's your hot take? I got a few. I don't really have anything other than just the future of Jamie. <laughs> like, obviously so one, of, one hand, of them I have is the, the, like a big off. future of Jamie thing. Yeah, the hand cut off. Kyle's right. We didn't confirm, but I mean, I think as long as you pay, if you pay attention, it's pretty obvious. The archers pull yeah. the chain on his arms yeah. out. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was pretty obvious. Yeah, I said it maybe. Was I mean, it, I, I guess it yeah. could be an arm. It could be a foot. Like I don't. know. It could be something. But yeah, he's look. He's able to see it. It's in front of him as he's like supermaned out. Like I, it, I imagine yeah. he's supermaned yeah. out. Supermaned right? on so. the ground. Yeah. I, I guess. Well, since Kyle's gone, we'll t- talk about the show real quick. I think the way this kind of goes down is slightly different in the show. First off, there is no Vargo Hope. We get Locke, who is just yeah. a Bolton guy. I, I I don't even know if I knew his name was Locke. I thought he was Vargo Hote in the show. He's the so. same guy who ends up getting killed yep. by Hodor up north of Brand. Yep. But he uh he gives a little monologue. He's like sticking the knife in Jamie's eye and he's like, Anytime you get into problem, you think you can just say, Oh my daddy. Well your daddy ain't here. This'll help you remember. And he cuts his hand. Like there's like a little monologue. It's not yeah. like this. I like I think they're both really great. I think uh-huh. it's a good adaptation. Because again, it's one of those things where it's so good, but it's a Jamie thought where it's like, I'll never scream for this guy. Ah, it wouldn't mm-hmm. work if Jamie's just like right. really confident and then all of a sudden screaming. I mean, that happens too, but the monologue helps. Like, he does he even scream in the show or like does it just get chopped off and like he doesn't even know what the fuck happened? He like, screams I, and then it hard cuts to the credits and it's like the hard metal rock version of the bear in the Maiden Fair. You know what I mean? It's like really jarring credit music, like super loud. <laughs> a bear there was, a bear, a yeah, bear. I'd have to, I'd have to go back <laughs> and watch the scene. <laughs> I've seen that show too. It's it's embarrassing. Yeah, no, I shows. think uh, it it's one of those moments in the show, which I believe at this point I was still watch. I think I watched the show up to season eight, well before I even read the first book. So I think like this was one of the huge like what the fuck moments for me. Like I don't think I had any clue, yeah, that that shit would happen in the show. Yeah, yeah. So. So I I do have a question. Maybe you have an answer. Like, what's the message here? Why? So they're gonna cut the hand off and send it back to Taiwan. This is a great question, and I was wondering it too. Like, why actually is he doing this? Because the show excuse is Locke is just like, Fuck I don't you. like I that don't you care. think you can save yeah. my daddy for everything, and he cuts his hand off without without really any reason. So the message. Go ahead. You said how smart I am of asking this question. It's a really good question because I was thinking the exact same thing. So I looked it up. I remember that Roos talks about this a little bit to Jamie when they meet. And it's actually in Jamie 5. I found it. And I'll just read a little quote. This is from Jamie 5. So we'll get there. I think it's in like 15 chapters. You have no pity for a wretched doomed goat. Ah, but the gods must. Why else deliver you into his hands? Bolton chewed another chunk of meat. Carhold is smaller and meaner than Harrenhal, but it lies well beyond the reach of the lion's claws. Once wed to Alice Karstark, Hote might be a lord in truth. If he could collect some gold from your father, so much the better. But he would have delivered you to Rickard Karstark no matter how much Lord Tywin paid. His price would be the maid and safe refuge. So Vargo's plan here is, I have Jamie. This yeah. is great. Now I can get Carhold. Yeah. That, that message had gotten out to the, the goat by yeah. then? Yeah. But earlier in this conversation, I kind of skipped over. This is I'm reading the important part here. But earlier, Roos has explained that Varga was basically betting everything that Tywin would lose at the Black that Stannis would win at the Blackwater. Yeah. Right. He sold out Tywin, and then he, if then he was hoping that Tywin would lose. Right. Roos basically says the the day that Stannis lost, 
Vargo lost, and he knew that he would never hold Hall even if I gave it to him. Yeah. Because Tywin just wouldn't let it let it stand. Right. He would just so, march on him. So basically, he's like this first part that I just read is saying he's betting all his chips now on now that he has you. Giving he's like you perfect. This is my out now. Yeah. yeah, you are my out now. I can be safe because I can actually be a lord in Carhold. That's a that's a wild. So hold on, that that's not why he cuts off. That doesn't explain why he cuts off the hand, right? Well, that doesn't really explain because there's an heir. He's not really Lord of. There's there's, there's not. He, Bruce also explains that he, he sent Harry and Karstark. When I reread this chapter, I figured this out. We were talking about this recently. Harry who we talked about in the last chapter, yeah. is the last Karstark son who is that he sent him off with the Glovers to Duskendale. So he's dead. He we don't know if he's dead or not, but he got killed by Tarly's men. Pretty much in the setup where he sent all those men. We don't yeah. know if it was a setup, but it makes sense that he basically sent a bunch of people to die and then told Tywin where they were going so that he could ambush them. Yeah. With Tarly. Harrion was one of them. So mm. he's Roose is counting him as dead. Okay. So now there is there is an open Exactly. He you would become Lord. Exactly. Alright, so that doesn't so explain the message, I agree. That explains like what Vargo's up to. But to sell you, he must keep you, and the riverlands are full of those who would gladly steal you away. Glover and Tallheart were broken at Duskendale, but remnants of their host are still abroad, with the mountains slaughtering the stragglers. A thousand Karstarks prowl the land south and east of Riveron, hunting you. Elsewhere are dairy men left lordless and lawless, packs of four-footed wolves, and the Lightning Lord's outlaw bands. Darndarian would gladly hang you and the goat together for this, from the same tree. The Lord of the Dreadforts sopped up some blood with a... Blah, blah, blah. Harrenhal was the only place Lord Vargo could hope to hold you safe. But here his brave companions are outnumbered by my own men, and by Sir Aenys and his phrase. No doubt he feared I might return you to Sir Edmure at Riverrun, or worse, send you on to your father. By maiming you, he meant to remove your sword as a threat, gain himself a grisly token to send to your father, and diminish your value to me. For he is my man, as I am King Rob's man. Thus his crime is mine, or may seem so in your father's eyes, and therein lies my small difficulty." So this is basically where it's like, you better tell Tywin I had nothing to do with this shit because that's why he cut your hand off. He cut your hand off so I couldn't send you back. Yeah. He uh. wants he wants to hold on to you. He thinks that now that you don't have a hand, I can't send you back to Tywin or else it'll look like I cut off your hand. Yeah. Right? Wow. Because Vargo probably doesn't know that Roose switched sides. So he's probably thinking he's not going to do that anyway. He's probably more afraid he's going to send him back to right. Rob. Right. But again, it looks like Vargo is trying to play chess amongst checkers. He's, he's trying to make Jamie less valuable to Roos so that Vargo can actually be the one in charge. Because what happens here is Vargo shows up and Roos just immediately takes him away. He's like, Roos is like, it's exactly what Vargo feared. He's like, okay, I'm in charge of Jamie now. Mm-hmm. He was, Vargo, I think, I think was hoping that by cutting off his hand, nobody sure, if Roos does that, him. it makes it harder for Roos to do things with Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really because he's already turned his turned his cloak, um, so he can kind of work this out with Jamie. But mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. But yeah, that so that's why, and I, I think it's a good question because I thought the same thing. And it's interesting that Bruce kind of spells it out, at least what he thinks for it later. Yeah. All right. So I guess the one note that you know, other than the future of Jamie, actually from the chapter, and it's not really a spoiler because he ends up going, and it's not really it doesn't happen. I don't think. Like I don't even think the chance. He doesn't never gets a chance to, but it's the Sansa of it all. Like, would he have taken? Would he have actually returned her? And was he actually doing it for like? Is he like lying to himself a little bit? Like, oh, I'm just doing it. Like, he wants to be a good knight, right? He said, like, he he said. There's a quote. I don't know if he said it already, or he'll. I think he'll say it coming up. But he says, like, I always wanted to be 
the sword of the morning, but he somewhere along last, the line, it was his last chapter. Last time, I, I became the smiling knight. Like he wanted to be a good guy. It just things mm. happened, and he was in positions that now gave him this bad reputation. But I think he mm. still is a good guy at heart. I mean, we yeah. joke around like he did push Brand from a, a yeah. I mean, he's he's not a good <laughs> guy. He's he's a dark gray with maybe some like light light gray swirls in him. But he's an antihero. He's like Han Solo or uh, Deadpool. That yeah, man, I mean, Han, Han Solo is a criminal that you fall in love with because <laughs> the princess falls in love with him. <laughs> yeah. um, first off, Brienne the Lunk. Brienne is definitely a Duncan the Tall rel- descendant. Okay. Later, she gets the shield. She gets called Brienne the Lunk, I think, in Jamie 5, just because I just I just read that. Um, I'm not going to fight you on that. I, I can see some truth. Do you remember how d- the second Dunk book ends? Like the the sword the sworn sword. Uh, he loves the red haired woman. Yeah, they want the he, Does he sleep with the, her? Well, that's not what I'm talking about. Maybe uh no. She kisses him. Uh yeah, she kisses him and gives it and he takes her braid. Cuts off his braid. I think she kisses him. She might not kiss him. She he at yeah, least takes her braid. But it's basically uh it's a border war uh, from a little tower and they a They want castle. the stream. It's about the stream. Yeah. Who owns the water? Uh she's like damming the water and taking it for her moat and now none of the land. But at the end it turns up that like basically one v one is how we're gonna settle this. There was a fire. Yeah. No one knows who lit they the fire. Fought, Dunks they fought in the uh, in the water. Exactly, which is where, and they both lose their shit. I think they both fall off the horses, and Dunk just wins by punching and drowning this guy yeah. in the stream. I think Dunk's I don't know. the worst knight ever. Well, Dunk wins the fight the exact same way Jamie Brienne wins this fight. Oh, at that I mean, point. Okay. Like they lost their swords. They're it's down to what that, else? This is, is a dunk. Dude, this is a this dunk is like, fight. This is a scene that is in like every fighting movie ever that no. you end up in the water and disagree. You lose your dude. It's literally in Hercules. Hercules, the cartoon, he it, loses I'm his saying, sword it, and has to beat in, the guy up. And then in these books, you won't see like Jon Snow lose his sword and, fucking, win a, and win a fight with like, with he's the in 50 a frozen cups. tundra. Dunk literally wins a fight like that in every one of his books. That's how every single dunk in the tournament of the seven, he loses his sword and he's just smashing, uh, Arian, Arian's head in the mud. He's like, yield, yield, yield. <laughs> That's how he wins the second one with long. I, I wasn't fighting you. You are fighting me. You're wrong. This. I can agree with you that she could be a descendant of Donk, but the the fact that you're fighting so hard for this water fight as proof is. Let him know in the comments, boys. Everyone in the comments, let Jeff know how wrong he is, and this you're, has to you're be a reaching. parallel to the Donk water fight. I haven't read that in a while, but I'm I'm stick I'm staying on that. I think you're it's reaching. very close. Next one, when Jamie leaves, the, when they leave all the burned areas, he thinks like, oh, thank God we're out of there. We're back into Greenlands. Though that area is reminding me of Ares. Which again, we didn't, we didn't mention this in the non-spoiler, but it is just like a little hint like, fuck, Ares wanted to burn everything. Like he wanted this to be King's Landing, yeah, just burn fields and nothing around like that. Which is stupid. I mean, that's just, we, we know how stupid that is. Well, again, it's one of those things that Kyle just doesn't know yet. Like we know he burned people in his armor. But again, like killing your king because he burned people in his armor is different than killing your king because he was going to blow up the entire city. Very different things. I almost spoiled this uh, while talking about Jamie. I think there was a time where I was like, I was like, uh, oh, I feel a little bit bad for him. People keep like just anything he says. It's like, well, you're an oathbreaker. Can't trust you. When we know, I was going to say like when we know he was trying to save (laughs) the world, but Kyle doesn't know that. So yeah, exactly. He'll learn that in Jamie five too. Before before that ruse conversation is him and the Brienne in the bath, him in the tub. Yeah. Uh, so I almost spoiled that, which would have been bad. Yeah, but that's coming up. So and again, I think that's when you, you kind of understand where Jamie's coming from a lot. It mm-hmm. opens your eyes a lot to like, okay, he's not that 
He has a really. I'm nice thankful stuff. that he mentioned that people were melting in his armor, because yeah. like, all right, Arius was doing bad shit. Like, you could at least say like you. A, a bad person killed a, a worser person. Yeah, there was a lot of kings in history that commanded some bad, some bad shit to be mm. done, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they have like bad policies. It could just be a huge sure. cruel on a power trip against like a personal. Yeah, like, wanting enemy. to blow up everything and burn everything. <laughs> That's a different story. Yeah. Next thing, when they go to Maidenpool, they mention that there's still the flag flying over the castle, but like the mm-hmm. town is fucked up. There's no one on the, on the walls there's and the dead gates bodies destroyed. rotting in the pool. Brienne comes back here. In Feast for Crows, in one of her chapters, Randall Tarley is in charge of this town. This is like kind of where she gets some intel before she heads out looking for Sansa. And at that point, she learns that the Lord, Lord William Mooton, pretty much what happened when everything started going to shit is he just held up in his castle and he sent all his fighting men just like out to the war. And he just like let anybody come in and fuck up his town. He's like, ah, fuck it. Let it burn. I'm just going to chill in the castle. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so and then like a huge horrible lord did he end up dying no or? i think he's still just chilling up there like when Arya gets there. He, he's just getting sieged but i don't even know if he's yeah i guess you're right i guess he is getting sieged yeah you're right i guess when if randall tarley's there they're not on the same team yeah he must have got his head snipped or randall fucked him up but yeah so huh. but yeah he's probably in so the moon was there, there. Maybe or he's maybe he might have switched talk. sides maybe he swore loyalty to randall and randall's just like hanging out to make sure yeah. that, that he does because i think he for some reason i think he is alive in pizza crows hmm. but Interesting. Yeah. Last thing I have is there's like some sexual imagery in this in this fight. No. Um, you didn't get that at all. Are you talking about like who's on top? <laughs> I mean, just a bunch. Like who's again, we say the sword is the penis sword yeah. penis parallel. She it starts off with swinging her. Give penis. me the sword. <laughs> Jamie says, "Oh, I will." The sword's kissed and sprang apart and kissed again. Uh, faster, fast, moving into her, step side to side, stripe step, faster, 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 until breathless. <laughs> the dance went on. He <laughs> pinned her against an oak. The woman started grunting like a, sa- a sow. Come on, come on, my sweet lean. The music's still playing. Might I have this dance? Also, I mentioned this. All right. I mean, the way you read it right there, like, yeah, absolutely. I just, I had a bunch of specific if lines you, highlighted throughout the, throughout the quote. That's not, with, for, hold on, for anyone listening, that wasn't, a yeah. lot of that wasn't, like, straight after. I know that was different. Word for word. Just but if you preface it with, Sword is penis. Absolutely. Also, you, we were kind of talking about this a little bit in the non-spoiler section. When he says, like, oh, not bad, and she's like, for a wench, and he's like, for a squire, a green one, that's when she attacks him. We said that in the mm-hmm. non-spoiler. But I said, hang on. First, he says, the music's still playing. Might I have this dance? And then that's when she attacks him. Again, it's all at the same time, but... So you're saying she wants to dance with him? Do you remember, like, her and Renly's background? Uh... Like, why she likes Renly so much? Because he let her, he treated her like a knight. So all the guy, there was like a, a ball going on, like a feast oh, or a tournament. Oh, back in the day at Tarth. Back in the, the day. And he danced with her. Yeah. Well, there was a tournament that all the knights were having. Whoever could take her maiden head would get like a hundred gold dragons. Like there was a bet. They were all, everyone who bet right. had to, so everyone you had to was buy in. Her super nice. Exactly. And then someone like let her in on the joke and like everyone made a big, or someone was trying to like, someone was afraid that. She was going to get raped. Someone had heard about it and was like, I'm afraid that she's just going to get raped eventually because the pot's getting so high. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they told her and then like it, everyone made a big joke of it. And like that night, like no one danced with her, but then Renly danced with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, that's why I like Renly. And again, I don't know if this is in the in the book. I think it has to be. But there's a part in the show where that she tells Podrick. Like, that sounds like a bathtub. There's a part in the show where Podrick says like, you know, she tells Podrick the story and Podrick says like, 
you know Lord Renly was <laughs> like about to say like he was gay. Yeah. And she's like, I know he was gay. Like I wasn't like in love with him. He was just kind to me. Like he was the only person who was ever uh, even just nice yeah. to me. Right? I think Not she love. I think she loves him, loves him. Here. But again, I think that dance is like a big thing for her. And I think it's interesting that she gets mad when he's like, come on, yeah, my lady, why they have this point. dance? You know what I mean? Do we know if she says that? In the book? Hold on. I got to, let me finish my sex lines because okay. there's there's more grunting. She came at him. Uh, then when he dives at her with the sword, it bit into her upper thigh. Her red flower blossomed and Jamie had an instant to savor the sight of her blood before his knee slammed into the rock. So I will ad- I will admit that. The the red blossoming of the upper thigh was definitely like oh she got her period or she you know break her maiden head. Ja- type it's Jamie Sword that's doing it. Yeah, right. So Sword, are you saying penis. this to say that at one point you think they're going to get together? I don't know. I just think there's it's a, there's some intentional. It, again, it's one of those things where even if you don't buy into every that all of those lines I just said were intentional. There's yeah. there's a lot of like semi sexual could be taken two ways type lines here. I'm not even done until finally she was astride him. Her clothing, and then it very it ends with her clothing askew, her face red. She looks as if they caught us fucking instead of fighting. Like he kind of calls it out at the end. I think it's a definite on purpose thing by George. And to your point, what does it mean? Like, does it mean that they will end up together? Yeah, uh, it's Where, interesting. Can you give it's me? Also, a... Sorry, good. Yeah, okay. I, the other thing I was gonna say, it's also interesting that along these lines, Brienne is getting uglier. Like I kind of mentioned it, she's losing. She loses two teeth here. She gets uglier and uglier. She just keeps getting mm-hmm. in fights, and like her her face gets to like biter eats yeah. half of her face is where we're at, at the end. Like <laughs> not good. Also, the, I heard at the end of that's so that I was gonna ask. Like just going back, Brienne is with with Cat or Stoneheart. Yeah. But when does she get her face bit off here? Like pretty much right show? before that. She's with. She goes to an inn. There's a bunch of like orphan girls in Gendry. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're with the Brotherhood Without Banners. But at the time, it's just a bunch of orphan girls in Gendry. But then Rorg rides up. And it's like one of the, oh, right, one of these right, quotes right. that like I it's kind of a famous quote. And it's one of the ones that's actually been kind of popular on Reddit recently. Like memes have been being made about it. Seven ride up and Brienne's like, one again, seven. She had no chance and no choice. It's like it's kind of like her like yeah. last thoughts before she like then she and, goes and fucking fights them all <laughs> and wins. And Biter beats her, eats her face off. But at the end of that. She, when bite when bites her beats her face up, she doesn't actually fight all of them. I think she fights Rorg and then she fights Biter, and then the other five get taken out because the Brotherhood Without Banners show up just in time, like right as she kills Biter. Gotcha. Then she gets captured by them, and then there's like two yeah. more Brienne chapters. And it's like, oh, take go kill Jamie. Um, so then, give me where Jamie's at at the end of his story. He's at I think he's at River Run, basically talking with Sabelle. Right, like okay, finally so. meeting with Sabelle. We kind of talked about that recently, seeing the hips thing, right? Yeah. Right. So that's kind of where they're at. And I think actually the last Jamie chapter we have is a, a, somebody comes up to Jamie and says, hey, Jamie, we have word that somebody, Brienne, wants you. Oh, wow. It's about the hound, but you have to come alone. I think it's, I think that's what it is. Don't don't quote me on that. It's definitely something like that where and that's he get, not he's in getting the word winners, that, that's in the actual. Book. Exactly. I think that's in the actual book. Yeah. And it's like we haven't. That doesn't make sense to us because as readers, the last we saw we Brienne was like being hung. Yeah. Well, she's being hung, and they're like, you either say a word, you say sword. Yeah. It's either like we're gonna hang you, or you say sword. And if you say sword, that means you're gonna go kill Jamie. And she's basically like, I'm not gonna go kill Jamie. She's thinking to herself like, I'm not gonna go kill but Jamie. Sword. Like, but then it's like, and then Brienne said a word is how it yeah. ends. Uh, because she's looking at Podrick. She's looking at Podrick. She's like, I'm not gonna let Podrick hang for this. Is kind of how her yeah. thought goes out. Are they they're in the same book? It's not like we had Jamie's side and then 
a whole book later. You, you know what I mean? That's what I was saying about like if Jamie was. I think in, the way it is is Jamie and Brienne are both in Feast of Crows, but the way dance goes is you. There's only some people in dance, but the second half of dance, you do get a few people from Feast coming back, like Cersei. I think is in feast and she comes back in the second half of dance. Yeah. Right. So they do start to tie things up. I think yeah. Jamie gets two chapters at the end of dance. So he's not in most okay. of, but I think he does get two at the yeah. end. Yeah. I mean, that would have been the thing. Like if Jamie would have just been like, Hey, Brienne needs you. She's talking about the hound, but you don't know Brienne's storyline yet that she's actually. I think know, by that point we do, but him. we, but I think at that point we do, but we don't, we don't know. Like, like we, like there's a 50% chance she's getting hanged. Last we know mm-hmm. is kind of where it is. Gotcha. Um, let me see, I, anything else? Uh, I mean, the only other thing that happened was, uh, him calling out Kyle, calling out John, not being Ned's bastard. He has never said anything about that before. Right. But he's, he's kind of on the money. He even said like he could be his, his sisters. I just don't remember if when we had the tower, the joy dream, tower of joy, tower of joy, yeah. Yeah, tower, of joy. tower of joy dream. If when she was bloody, if he said it was birth blood like that kind of rings a bell that he might have said like it was it wasn't a stab wound like she died i, I he might have said that i don't even remember what chapter we would be talking about that in to go back and look because i feel like we had that conversation recently like it way after be, ned was it would dead. have to be ned's like fever dream probably. It would, i'm thinking it would have to be a danny chapter with the red door maybe because those are probably more recent than ned that's yeah, way back know. in game of thrones but yep we're going right. kind of long yeah we're just rambling right now, so yeah. Wrap cut it, it up. here. Good chapter. Next one, Arya. I think she's just wandering. Probably goes to meet Beric. Not one hundred percent sure. I haven't read it yet. Arya. Uh, we'll see you guys in that one. Bye. Bye bye. Like, subscribe. <laughs>